Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hello, fellow Patriots. Steamy hot Tuesday alohas to you as we get underway here in the Bobby Mack Show in hour number one. I hold in my little hot hand the missive from uh, Tim Waller at uh, Greenville County Schools with the uh, final final back-to-school plan for 2021. And it's just a a shame that I don't have Stephen Hawking here available to explain it to me because, I mean, really, really? Uh, Along with the uh, email, uh, there there were a couple of attachments. Uh, One of them has a uh, couple of pages that sort of simplifies Uh, this convoluted mess that is going to be going back to school for parents and for the youngsters. And and they also included a PDF of the return to school plan, which prints out to 81 pages. Okay, so uh, good luck with that, parents everywhere. Here we go, getting underway on Tuesday, and as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here's how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just uh, grab the phone, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307, and my email address, bob at 1063word.com. I mentioned uh, I've had some uh, back problems lately, and so I've been going for some therapy uh, to make it feel better so I can uh, get back out on the golf course uh, relatively pain-free. And so I'm over at uh, ATI this morning, and uh, the uh, the lady, young woman who was doing the therapy for my back was talking to me about the back-to-school plans. And and I commented to her, I said, you know, I really feel sorry for the parents of these kids. What a, you know, we have so many uh, two-family households where both parents are working, and what are you supposed to tell your employer? Well, I can work uh, next week on Monday, but I can't work on Tuesday, or I can work on Wednesday, but I can't work on Thursday. I mean, you know, this, this thing is a, uh, is a riddle inside an enigma uh, in a fog. Here is the, uh, here is the email uh, in regard to this. Greenville County Schools is pleased to announce final 
back-to-school plans for 2021. The plan is pending approval by the South Carolina Department of Education. It's important to note that it does not include the attendance schedule for the first week of school, August 24th, as we don't know yet what the COVID-19 spread rate will be. Our number one goal is shared by many parents and the South Carolina governor, and that is to return to five-day-a-week in-person instruction. We plan to do that just as soon as it's safe to do so. Okay, well, that is a, uh, that's a hard and fast metric, right? When is it safe to do so? When nobody tests positive for COVID-19 anymore? Pending GCS Board of Trustees approval, any decisions we make will be based on objective information from scientific, public health, and medical experts. Well, that's a relief, considering how wrong they have been right down the line. Fauci, well, the masks really don't do any good. Oh, no, everybody must wear a mask. While social and emotional well-being are important, the email continues, our primary consideration must be physical safety. Our return to school will be a stepped process that allows us to analyze trends before moving closer to our goal of full in-time person instruction. Look, I'm, I'm sure they're doing the best they can here. But don't you have the feeling that some, uh, some group uh, with multiple PhDs got together and put this whole thing together? The full plan is attached along with a two-page summary for your convenience, a breakdown of what the plan includes, the virtual option, uh, providing families with the option of a consistent platform of virtual instruction uh, provided by certified GCS teachers. In other words, this is... This is stuff in the Chromebook that uh, you do at the house. Traditional option. Our traditional option of in-person instruction involves three scenarios that will be determined by the district based on the Chinese flu spread rate. Low spread uh, will have traditional in-person instruction. Medium spread, hybrid of in-person and e-learning. And high spread, 100% e-learning or minimal in-person teaching. When GCS uh, is on 100% e-learning, students will have an experience similar to the virtual program with structured chunks of instruction, proctored tests, and daily interaction with teachers. In the hybrid plan, students get the benefit of in-person, small group intensive instruction one or two days a week. The remainder of the week, they will work remotely by watching instructional videos, reading, conducting research, and completing assignments. Their classroom teacher will be available during his or her planning period if students need to ask a question or get clarification. Okay, fine. If you've got a youngster that's motivated and loves going to school and loves to read and is self-motivated, great. Uh, if you don't, how much, how much application are they going to bring to this? And then they go on to talk about, you know, conduct all, all the usual rigmarole, temperature checks, socialist distancing, mask wearing. Mask will be worn by staff and students grades through a, a second grade through 12th grade when social distancing cannot be maintained.
meals will eat in the cafeteria under attendance plan one, uh, classroom or cafeteria. Under, yeah, it, it goes on and on and on. And then disinfecting the, the school facilities and the air quality, uh, quarantining and exposure and a whole, I mean, it's just it, it, the entire rigmarole on here. And uh, dividing the kids up into these various, what, four color groups and uh, which, which color group they are in is determined by the first, first letter of their last name. Okay, that's fine. But look, kid, you know how kids are. Kids have friends, and they have other kids in school that they're not so friendly with. They have their own uh, groups, their own cliques, if you will. And, and these kids don't pick their friends by the first letter of their last name, so they could very well end up going back to school with a bunch of kids. Either they don't know, uh, they don't like, or whatever. It's just, you know, there's, uh, there, there are tons of uh, roadblocks, bumps in the road, potholes, whatever you want to call them. And as I said, I'm sure they're doing the best they can with this, but holy cow. Can't we just go back to school? Matt Vespa wrote a piece today at townhall.com about this very business of reopening schools. You may have heard the left uh, and their complicit compatriots, the lamestream media, the public relations arm of the DNC. They're pushing this new study from South Korea. says, oh, no, we can't have the kids go back to school. Very dangerous to have the kids go back to school. We've got a study that proves it. Well, as with most of these, when you dig into the study, uh, you discover that it is, uh, for, for the most part, uh, baloney. This and more is on the way. Uh, it's going to be a busy Tuesday in addition to being a steaming hot summertime afternoon. Quarter after three here on the Bobby Mack Show. We'll be right back here on WORD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Uh, what was that I just heard outside the window? Stately McLean Manor sounded like the the rumble of thunder, uh, signifying the arrival of our typical mid-afternoon thunderstorms here in the upstate in uh, the summertime. Got uh, One America News on in the uh, background here in the office in the home studio, and uh, just saw the story. California uh, has just uh, announced that they are suspending all high school sports until December. Because, of course, of the dire threat of the uh, Chinese commie flu. Okay, fine. Uh, You're a high school senior. You're a football player. You're a basketball player. You're hoping to have a good senior season to attract the attention of college coaches so you can get a scholarship. And, and now your season is uh, wiped out? Jeez. 23 after 3. Here's that piece from uh, Matt Vespa at Town Hall. There's something that's off about that New York Times COVID panic piece on reopening schools. The elite media doesn't get why people are just flouting the rules regarding coronavirus and social distancing. Well... It's because you peddle trash panic pieces. And after a while, when the propaganda wears off, we simply don't care what you think anymore. You lied to us. It could be traced back to the ongoing debacle about masks. Then came the George Floyd riots, where the so-called medical experts said that protesting and rioting were approved outdoor activities. And we're now seeing a spike in cases from those demonstrations. By the way, even a few of these cities have now admitted that. The latest battleground in this debate is schools. Should they be reopened come Labor Day? The data, scientific, economic, etc., say yes, they should reopen. Overall, children don't get it and they don't spread it. With a science-backing reopening schools, Democrats and their allies in the media are doing their best to counterattack. Like Nazi tanks waiting in the Ardan, they've rolled out with a shoddy piece on a South Korean study 
that surely caused a panic in American households mulling what to do about their kids in the coming weeks regarding school. They are doing everything they can to disrupt progress. They don't want a return to normal. That's a sign that Donald Trump is doing something right, heaven forbid. The study showed that kids can spread it via the New York Times. In the heated debate over reopening schools, one burning question has been whether and how efficiently children can spread the virus to others. A large new study from South Korea offers an answer. Children younger than 10 transmit to others much less often than adults do, but the risk is not zero. And those between the ages of 10 and 19 can spread the virus at least as well as adults do. The findings suggest that as schools reopen, communities will see clusters of infection take root that include children of all ages, several experts cautioned. And of course, if that happens, guess who gets the blame? Oh, it's Donald Trump's fault, bad orange man. Quote, I fear that there's been this sense that kids just won't get infected or don't get infected this in the same way as adults, and that therefore they're almost like a bubbled population, said Michael Osterholm, an infectious diseases expert, University of Minnesota. There will be transmission, Dr. Osterholm said. What we have to do is accept that now and include that in our plans. Okay, let's talk about being flawed. Uh, Several studies from Europe and Asia have suggested that young children are less likely to get infected and to spread the virus, but most of these studies were small and flawed, said Dr. Ashishi Jha, director of the Harvard Global Health Institute. Now, flawed is a great word to describe this South Korean study. Also, kids really don't get this disease. They're only 2% of all cases, 2%. And alas, this is why we can't trust the experts anymore. They don't know, and if they think they know, they peddle straight panic porn, enough, we're done. If there is one thing that has died a miserable and painful death in all of this, it's been the credibility of these so-called medical experts. To this day, as the media drums up the cases, they really don't harp on the deaths, or at least they don't give the number. It's because the number of deaths is low. And states they're trying to attack are never going to reach the level of infestation and death, the likes of which we saw in New York. Some policy wonks picked this study apart. Wan He Chin, who wrote first, Only one half of 1% of index patients were in the 0 to 9 age category. 2% were in the 10 to 19 age group, compared to almost 30% in the 20 to 29 category. The same goes for contacts traced. A very small percentage, about 1%, were between the ages of 0 and 19. So we have a sample size problem. Anything else? Quote, when looking at non-household contacts, rates of COVID-19 transmission are not significantly different for all ages below 39. 1.1% positivity rate for contacts of infected patients from ages 0 to 9, 
zero to nine percent, that is nine-tenths of one percent, I should say, from ages 10 to 19, 1.1 percent from 20 to 29, and 0.9 percent from 30 to 39. Now the study's not conclusive, and it's surely not the silver bullet. The liberal media is hoping to shred the narrative about reopening schools. I know their allies in the teacher unions want them to start a firestorm against reopening. This isn't it. Stop lying to us, and maybe we could have been more receptive to these data points, except that the people running them are woke or pretty damn close to being as such. You can't trust those people. They're not in it for science. It is all political. So once again, you have another panic piece for which you really shouldn't panic. We're done here, boys. Sure, keep printing these shoddy pieces, but people are done with the lockdowns and kids should go back to school. Matt Vespa, writing today at townhall.com. Sums it up for a lot of us. 329 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Annie is ready with the news. I'm back on the other side here on Tuesday on WORD. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That's pretty weird. We got that... Uh fumble of runder in the background from uh, the afternoon thunder bumpers and uh, computer uh, decided to crash and uh, so did uh, the uh, the cable uh, but the wi-fi stayed up well that's that's all right it's the most important thing so we can uh, continue to communicate here from stately mclean manor uh, great to have you along this afternoon meantime uh, dementia joe has got another new set of problems in a fox news exclusive Joe Biden's head of uh, strategic communications, Kamala, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. I guess that's it. K-A-M-A-U, Kamala M. Marshall, has repeatedly posted sexist messages on social media over the past decade, beginning with a Christmas Eve 2011 tweet in which he expressed his affection for power women as long as she knows her place uh, and uh, and knows that uh, where he wears the pants. Okay, the uh, social media post, the latest example 
of a top Biden staffer undercutting the former VP's public messaging. On Friday, Fox News reported that a supervising videographer on the campaign openly called for defunding the police and tweeted a meme mocking officers as worse than pigs, even as Biden says he only wants some money redirected from police departments. However, Mr. Marshall's posts are from a senior campaign official and to be part of a appear to be part of a long running pattern. In early 2012, Marshall inquired, are all women crazy? LOL, no offense, uh, IJS, which is uh, short for uh, I'm just saying. Later that year, he opined, nice guys finish last. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't even share this one with you. That's, that's obscene. In August 2013, Marshall observed, it's unattractive when a girl doesn't act classy and does not know how to control her feelings. Okay. After actor Bill Cosby was arraigned on sexual assault charges, Marshall wrote on December 31, 2015, that, quote, it's not a coincidence that Cosby can be arraigned on allegations, yet countless police officers who gun down black bodies aren't indicted. Minutes later, Marshall apparently quoted someone saying that the Cosby arraignment was about a strategic agenda that is pervasive and unrelenting. Marshall was also advised sour, angry women to keep your distance, don't take it out on the next man. Whoever my future girlfriend slash wife is, it will be a partnership, mutual, I kinda like powerful women, they turn me on, LOL. Marshall was hired by the campaign in April of last year, according to his LinkedIn profile, and previously worked in Democratic congressional politics. In an interview last year with PR Week, Marshall remarked, in all honesty, I don't have a regrettable career moment. Oh, yeah? <laughs> what, until today? Uh, it hasn't been perfect, but it hasn't been bad either. If anything, I would say I had some great teachable moments where I've learned and gotten better. Also, I'm still getting better with time. The Biden campaign has not responded to a request from Fox News for comment concerning Marshall's posts. The Biden campaign also still hasn't responded to Fox News reporting last week about its anti-police campaign videographer, Sarah Pearl. Pearl tweeted a meme in June that urged people to stop calling stop calling the police pigs, but only because, unlike the police, pigs are highly intelligent and empathetic animals who would never racially profile you. Pearl also retweeted a user's comment that while pigs are sweet, intelligent, and compassionate, police officers are, quote, monsters who don't deserve to be called pigs. On June 1st, Pearl tweeted simply, hashtag defund police, Days later, she said Buffalo's police department should be defunded immediately. Fox News also reached out to Ms. Pearl for comment. She has not replied, but she has since deleted all of those tweets shortly afterward. The lack of response from the Biden team surprised conservatives. Joe Biden can't stand up to his supporters or staff who are calling to defund the police. Scary. 
wrote Richard Grinnell, Trump's former acting director of national intelligence, after this article was first published. The Biden campaign didn't respond when given the chance. Grinnell added, why wouldn't the Biden campaign immediately say, of course, we don't support this? Pearl is one of several Biden staffers to openly advocate for defunding police departments, a position Biden says he opposes. Uh-huh. Matthew Foldy with the Congressional Leadership Fund, a PAC backing House GOP candidates, flagged Pearl's tweets last week, as well as several additional posts uh, she had liked and reposted on Twitter by other Biden staffers. Uh, for example, Hannah Bristol, a Biden youth vote staffer uh, retweeted and liked several posts calling for the defunding of D.C. police. Uh, Stop Police Terror Project. Okay, so first of all, you were all amazing, and today was powerful and overwhelming, and we are incredibly grateful. But let's be clear, this wasn't a hearing. This was a series of some very powerful statements about uh, why we must proceed with this. Uh, last Wednesday, Trump received the endorsement of the National Association of Police Organizations, which praised his steadfast and very public support for law enforcement. NAPO did not endorse a candidate in the 2016 election, but previously endorsed former President Barack Obama and then VP Joe Biden in both 2008 and 2012, when asked how the NAPO endorsement of Trump would affect Biden's campaign. Uh, they responded, I think right now Joe Biden is making sure that he's someone who is talking directly to Americans about how to keep them safe and making sure we are rebuilding this trust. Uh -huh. And uh, Joe, of course, is uh, doing that uh, primarily uh, from his basement. Oh. Uh, I may have been interrupted somewhere along the line here as well because there is a, a severe thunderstorm warning that has just been issued for the next hour. Take a quick break here. I'll see if I can get the computer back up and running. And uh, we will resume on the other side here on the Bobby Mack Show on Tuesday on WORD. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is uh, reminiscent of the scene in Airplane. They're on instruments. I am, <laughs> I am kind of flying blind here this afternoon. Apparently, uh, some of the uh, thunder bumpers uh, in, the, uh, in the neighborhood of my uh, sequestration studio uh, did, uh, did something uh, to the wiring here because it uh, knocked out the cable and knocked out the computer. And then the computer, uh, when I was trying to reboot it, came back up and, and said, oh, no, <clears throat> no, I'm not going to do that. And had to go back through the sequence again. In any event, it is in the process of uh, rebooting now. 
Uh, no, thank you. I don't want an update uh, to Adobe Flash right now. Let's uh, wait a little later on that. Thank you, computer. Uh, we see all these Fortune 500 companies busily, hurriedly folding their tent, taking a knee under the threat of being called racist or worse uh, by BLM. Here's uh, the latest example. Trader Joe's is trading out the culturally specific branding on its international food products in favor of the regular Joe. The California-based grocery store chain has long used playful twists on its company name for its line of foreign-inspired cuisine. For example, Trader Jacques can be found on labels for its French desserts, Trader Ming to market its Chinese foods, Trader Giotto for its Italian products, and Trader Jose for Mexican dishes. But now the company finds itself in the spotlight after an online petition urging Trader Joe's to, quote, remove racist packing from its products started making the rounds on social media. Now, to give you an idea of how little it takes to get these uh, giants of industry, these uh, corporate giants, how little it takes to get them to fold, Listen to, to where this so-called pressure is being generated from on Trader Joe's. The petition on social media was started by a high school senior, Briones Bedell, two weeks ago, who states that the company, quote, labels some of its ethnic foods with modifications of Joe that belies a narrative of exoticism that perpetuates harmful stereotypes, In quote. Boy, is this kid thoroughly indoctrinated or what? At the time of this writing, the petition had garnered 3,000 signatures. 3,000 in a nation of 330 million people. According to the New York Times, Trader Joe's had been planning to phase out the labels anyway. So because high school senior Briones Bedell starts a petition on social media, Trader Joe's immediately takes a knee. With a petition signed by 3,000 people. My God, what a bunch of spineless cowards these companies are. Well, not all of them. Headline from uh, Zero Hedge. Red Bull, the energy drink, Red Bull fires woke diversity directors who tried to push for BLM support. What? What's this? Red Bull has fired two diversity directors who tried to force the company into virtue signaling about BLM while also dissolving several culture teams who were pressuring Red Bull to take a more aggressive, woke political stance. Stefan Kozak, its North American chief executive, and Amy Taylor, its North American president and chief marketing officer, have both left the Austrian drinks company after they tried to create a schism within the business about its supposed inaction on the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, maybe the fact that uh, this company is based in Austria is a factor here. They are perhaps insulated 
there uh, in Europe? According to the Wall Street Journal, Ms. Taylor had been working on diversity and inclusion efforts within the company with Mr. Kozak's support for several years, but was met with opposition when she began advocating for Red Bull to be more overt in its support of racial justice in the last month. Citing insiders, Business Insider reported that the firings were a retaliation against efforts by Kozak and Taylor to create internal tension around diversity issues and pressure the company to make more diversity hires. Red Bull also cut or dissolved entertainment and culture teams in Canada, the UK and Austria and canceled most of its major cultural events. According to employees, these culture teams were the most vocal about racial justice matters and were therefore fired as a punishment for trying to force Red Bull into a political direction it didn't want to take. This story about uh, Red Bull CEO getting rid of BLM activists in the company uh, encouraging, is Red Bull the only company with guts? Uh, texted... Uh, one individual, Red Bull, has just shown the way forward for all who want to present a total Marxist-style takeover of business and government in America, commented Revolver News. There is no appeasing these people. The only way forward is to fire them as quickly as possible and with no mercy. If you're going to make a mistake, err on the side of firing everyone, if need be. The firings are unsurprising given that Red Bull is owned by 76-year-old billionaire Dietrich Mike Schultz, who has previously spoken out against political correctness and showed sympathy for President Donald Trump. Mateschitz uh, also previously criticized Germany's Chancellor Angela Merkel for encouraging over a million refugees to flood into Germany at the height of the migrant crisis. <laughs> So there you go. Want to push that uh, social justice meme in our company? Uh, want to make sure that uh, we're woke uh, to BLM? Uh, as President Trump has famously said, you're fired. Hour number two of the Bobby Mac Show is on the way next. Hey, computer's back up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.